Welcome to Marketing Money Podcast. Roll it! The Marketing Money Podcast at marketingmoneypodcast.com. We are here again doing our thing. Josh, tell the people hello. Or don't. All right, I'm the only one here today, so welcome to the Marketing Money Podcast. This is John Oxford. I'm the only one that's chosen to participate because everybody else decided to take the day off. I'm here! Mm. Did you hear me run up? That was my sound effect. That was so dumb. (laughs) So dumb. Anyway. But I'm here. It is. It is. So what's happening in the world of worlds? Cup? World Cup. Yeah. Yes, in the world How of world cups. How often does that happen? Every four years. So it, it, se- it, it seems like every other year. I remember we were on a shoot watching World Cup foot, football. Yeah. And that seemed like yesterday. I don't know, but I am like, the Americans are awesome. Our team, they're so good. Have you, that, have you seen them play? I mean, it is ridiculous how good they are. They're so good, they didn't even go to the World Cup. <laughs> That's how good they are. They just didn't even participate. They, they weren't even allowed to participate because they were that good. Like, why even bring them? you got to give everyone else a chance. You could be telling I, – I, I, you have your facetious face on. Felicious face? Fel, fel, felicitous. Ah, Felicity. Hi, Felicity. You have that face on. Mm-hmm. How it, can it be a World Cup if you don't have the best nation in the country, America, in it? Uh, hey, remember in grade school when you found out America wasn't the biggest country? And, like, how devastating that was to you? Yes. Why? Like, what, what difference does it make you? Like, what if you lived in Antigua? If you're like, oh, crap, we're not the biggest country. Well, in the surveys of the people out there and how good how good our people are at math and reading and writing and all that stuff when they do surveys of school kids americans always come out first place in patriotism and pride yeah so we always consider that we're the best at everything if you've ever traveled the world which you know me being the wealthy debonair person that He's i in am a yacht now yes he has a tiny yacht yes I on am. each feet yes on each feet, yes. On each feet, <laughs> he I has have a, a tiny yacht. He has a sixteen-foot yacht. Yes. So uh, for each of his, so when John wears shoes, and I've talked about his tiny feet, they look like normal-sized feet, but he really has sixteen feet in each shoe. I don't know where this is going, but I like it. Okay. Anyway, patriotism. You learned that other countries don't—they're prideful, but they ain't like Americans. Mm. They're just happy to be doing what they do, where we're like putting it in your face, shooting America. Off, yeah, shooting off fireworks on the Fourth of July. Like we're crazy about America. Yeah, but well, we're pretty young as a country. I mean, we just made this thing. Yeah, it's new and it's, shiny. It's a great experiment. Yeah, the great experiment. Yeah, people trying to get in. Everybody tries to leave America. Everybody tries to get in. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. I'm on. I'm just on my yacht, living it up, listening to some yacht rock on my yacht. Yacht rock. Christopher Cross, keep playing, bud. Sailing, take me away. That's right. That's right. Well, okay. So to the point, the World Cup is on. England, England played, well, it depends when you listen to the podcast. The first game England played 
had the largest television audience, from what I've read, in the history of that country. And that's an old country. By volume or... or by, percent by, and, percentage by percent and volume. It was almost 70 million people watched that game. That's a lot. Because, I mean, the Super Bowl, they say it's 150, but we're a much bigger country. Yeah, but, I mean, they don't – I mean, one, they're as big of a, as an American state. Yeah, a state. A state. And they don't have, you know – I mean, yes, they have many footies. They also only have, like, two stations, BBC, BBC One. <laughs> I mean, it's just like – Sky blue. So, so the th- – the 30% that are watching the other channel decided to watch the same channel. So the world, so you know, there's like Man U and whatever, Liverpool, you know, and everybody gets in a fight, all this stuff. I mean, this is really tapping my breadth and depth of knowledge of soccer. Yes. Of footies. Tottingham. Tottingham Spurs? I don't know. It is. The San Antonio Spurs. <laughs> Pop coaches. Yeah, exactly. That, that would be hilarious. Um, but unlike. San Antonio, where the Spurs mascot is a disembodied spur boot, doesn't even come with the boot. I think it's actually a coyote. You said mascot. What the the logo is a spur. The mascot's a coyote. Okay, well the the logo of the Tottenham Spurs is a rooster spur. Ah, but it's the the full rooster. If you really, mm. so they have. Tottenham. Anyway, so do those guys like, is it like the all-star game where you know, somebody from Man U and Yes, yeah, it is. So it's the best so everybody, players from... I mean, it's so the why best wouldn't na- everybody watch it? They should. It's, that's why it's called the World Cup. I'm actually pissed that only 70 million, like, what did you say? 60... 70 million. In, in Britain. What percentage? It's, it was uh, about 20% of the country. Yeah. 20%. Way what were sh- the other 80% doing? Way to show up, Great Britain. What were the other 80% only 20- doing? What were they doing? I... It's your, it's the only sport going on. What what were you? Do- I, I don't know. Do they not like sports over there? They love soccer. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they were watching some guy march around in front of the Queen's Palace. That I don't think locals talk. do that. That that's um, that's tourist stuff. Well, they do something because eighty percent weren't watching. It. I'm throwing. I I know we have at least one Briton listening to our podcast. And I am challenging said person or people. What were y'all doing? I don't know. But it comes to the point of things we talk about in marketing that TV, print is print. Love your brothers in the print media, but print is, is dead if not dying mm-hmm. as an advertising medium. I think you did that backwards, but I'll give it to you. No, it's dead if not dying. Game of Thrones, you can die and come back. It's it's known now. It's a thing. Uh the resurrection oh yes yeah and so you've got that and now tv has become the next thing on my list that's not as pretty slippery slope because if you're if you watch tv like the friends that i have even when we're watching friends like joey and monica uh no no just chandler but when we're watching the games on the weekends Mm. and a commercial comes on yeah People tend to just look at their phones now. They don't sit there and watch commercials unless they're marketing nerds. We are at Super Bowl. Then. That, but st- but that's because that's become a cultural thing. So point being is, if you've got the biggest event in your country going on and you're still you're getting the largest audience ever, which was a larger audience than the Royal Wedding, by the way, and it's still not everyone, and 
I, I don't know how you can still claim that it's an advertising, a great advertising medium. Now, it would have been great to advertise during the World Cup, but here's the thing with the World Cup. There are no commercial breaks. It is a half of soccer, a half time, and then a second half with no timeouts, no breaks. So for an advertiser, unless you do a bug on the screen logo or something like that, I don't know how soccer is really even a great advertising medium. Like football, there's so many breaks. There's too many commercials and mm. too many breaks. Oh, is Basketball, there's 14 timeouts per quarter. Yeah, as a person who was, you know, a, a sideline photographer, the guy with the red hat walks out on the field and you're just like, oh, here we go. Another 20 minutes of yeah. this, that, and the other. Yeah. You know, that old, there's five minutes left of the game. Is that real lifetime? Or basketball time. The last three minutes of a basketball game. About 25 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It's stupid. Yeah. So. Soccer doesn't stop. Soccer don't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. Mm. But I love watching me some soccer. Do you? Yeah, I do. I love it. I'm not into it. It's good. I mean, I can, you know, get into it with a group of people, but not really my thing. Mm. I think it's fun. I love the World Cup. It's fun. I, I do shout out to Volkswagen. They have a great ad campaign, in my opinion, because my opinion's one on this is exactly it's half of the, the opinions. On the, is for, it's where they're basically hazing America and saying, since you're not in it, here's who you should cheer for. And then they have different countries driving Volkswagens asking you to cheer for them. Uh, I thought the one was a little edgy. Uh, it was one of the, it was actually a bank, I think. I thought you said there couldn't be commercials. Well, there can be commercials, just not during play. Mm. So when do they come We're on? We're not in a vacuum, Josh. I don't know. I'm just trying to... You live in a vacuum. <laughs> yeah, a Dyson. His house is a Dyson. Johnny Dyson. His address is one Dyson Lane. Yeah. But anyway, there's some commercials out there where people will be hazing on America for not being in it, asking them to support other teams. Ah. Which is like the most un-American thing ever, because we don't ever support anybody but ourselves. Unless we're in a world war. And then we support the people and win. Yeah, let's not do one of those this year. No, we ain't, we ain't doing that. I'm not going to go off on a rant about how we just named our American football football. It, that's weird because the foot only touches the ball maybe like five or six times a game. I could argue that it shouldn't even touch the ball. Yeah, because the kicks are dumb. Yeah, the, the, the risk reward when you have the most elitist. Today we're going to rename it. I am claiming from now on it is ball. called. It is going to be called. Tackle pass. <laughs> yeah, what, t- call it tackle pass. How about passel? Passel. How about tackle pass run? The T, the TPR league tackle pass run. TPR. I'm gonna watch some of that TPR this fall. It's gonna be awesome. I don't know. You don't like tackle pass run? As a name? Yeah. I, I don't even like the sport. Oh, you don't? It's boring. Tackle pass run is not boring. It's so boring. Tackle pass run. I can run. call every play before it's run. Really? Yes. That's just like, like okay. Well, because it either involves pitch outside. Yeah, you're fifty percent. It's either a pass or a run. No, I'm. Well, I mean, and then there's no, I mean, I can tackle. call the play. <laughs> like what? You're so you are a tackle pass run expert. Uh yeah, I'm too good at it. Yeah, I can tell by your manly physique that you were just a, well. You played point, so much. I'll point you out some coaches that have real good foot football bods. That yeah, Could the you, tuna. The tuna really is he coaching now? Well, he, I don't know. He's counting his money. That's somewhere. the last time I watched football. Well, 
I'm excited about tackle pass run coming this fall. Although my lovely baseball, my, my much beloved Tennessee Volunteers will be terrible at tackle pass run. But anyway, baseball, nothing new there. Nothing it? new there. Nothing new there. Stick against the ball, baseball, bases and balls. Slam dunk, touchdown, sports. Was it? What's the? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay, you're off sides. Stop. Pardon I- the interruption. Stop icing this podcast mm. you like that yeah speaking of icing we're going to talk cake? about seo today yeah which stands for search engine i don't know what's those stand for really Ox- oxfording no, Oxford. i know what it stands for really you don't know it stands for optical he doesn't know. of course i know yeah yeah search engine organization <laughs> search engine octopus <laughs> Oh, search engine optimizations. Yes. No. Close enough. Close enough to search it. Yeah. So how does it work? Mm. Uh, not. I mean. Yeah. I'm as much of an expert as anyone who claims they're. So an should expert I worry about it. how high I rank on Bing? No. Really? It's pretty, pretty, pretty down there. We've put a lot of money into Bing over the last. Should few just years. call it GEO, but that would be. Geo. Those cars were awesome. Do you remember the tracker? I was not a, a rapper. I don't, I'd never. You don't remember the Geo tracker? Yes. I just didn't. I mean, rapper, like that was really big in hip hop to drive a. Was it? Yeah. Put curb feelers on a tracker. Mm. I don't remember that. Anyway. What was the little tracker called? There was one, it was the Metro. There was something that Geo was. Geo Metro like, was, yeah, a it was tiny. tiny. It was yeah. like a go kart. Yeah. It was like the smart car. Before cars got smart? Yeah. So, search engine optimization. There's there are many techniques. the The weird part of this is out in the marketplace. This is one of the most difficult things to buy from to buy if you're a marketer. Buy, buy, because there are just so many bad practitioners out there. There's no clear direction. Whatever I say, ten like if I say SEO is this, ten people can come. You know, tell me how stupid I am. How we approach SEO is um, one, um, you know, a pass of the technicals. There, there are several technicals that that um, search engines like Google look at first. Are there more search engines than Google? Yes, they're really. Just, they're just not really. I mean, re- I mean, really. I mean, not, not worth. If you were considering. sitting down with your marketing team and talking about SEO, do you really look at anything other than your Google ranking? No. Okay. I, I mean, don't. I, I. For all the stupidity I play to have and that I really do have in real life, I do know a little bit about it. And my point in telling you that is, do you waste any time on any of the other no. search engines? No, you don't. Okay. You don't. But um, we like uh, you know, going in a tiered approach, one, getting things shored up. There's just some technicals that you can um, go through, your how, how your pages are named, um, page titles, um, You know, make sure your H1s are not duplicated. What is meta tagging? Uh, how much time do you have? It's our podcast. We got all day long. Um, I don't know. <laughs> what? We got to at least sound smart. It, it's really just not even used as much. It's not nearly. Uh, well, I will answer what meta, meta tagging is. I guess to to put it in lay speak, sort of hidden words 
that give relevance to a page that aren't really used anymore because Google uses the actual content of the page more. Used to meta tags, keywords. You kind of fake your way of getting yeah, somewhere. Yeah, used to you could just you know put all those like hidden in like white text at the bottom or in a little form, and it, it just it's not nearly as important. Really leans into what where we spent most of our effort in. Um, in search engine optimizations around the organic side of making SEO-rich pages using... Does that mean content is important? That means content can be very important, and it should be very important. Um, but content is so multifaceted in its use. SEO is a good foundational reason for, for creating a content strategy because you can go find all of those keywords and write relevant, value-driven information that keeps people on your pages by giving them that value. Oh, I mortgage instead of having a mortgage page that just has you know here's HELOC and rate and whatever words you might put around it um, that you'll go and look oh you're selling me mortgage there is mortgage I could um, apply dropping someone on a page or two that that gave them deep understanding uh, to a degree financial literacy around the topic um, keeps people there more often or keeps their keeps them there longer, brings traffic in more often, calculators, things like that. Um, around the words that people are searching um, can increase, and, and and we do show that that does increase. But the thing is, it's not just around the, the generic topic, the general topic of mortgage, but around very specific topics, being able, you know, let's say you're, you know, I don't know, in a, in a, in a city that has five very well-known neighborhoods around it. Likely, new movers are searching those neighborhoods and writing copy and content that is not specific, that doesn't draw anyone to any neighborhood over another. That's a Fair Housing Act violation, I think. Um, Can't steer. Not steering, but acknowledging that there are neighborhoods. And that there are places where people live. Yeah. <laughs> and tying that to your mortgage product. How did um, this get into mortgage? Um, I know, it's just an example. Ah, uh, Okay. Commercial lending. I mean, I don't like equipment leasing, like construction equipment leasing, like top 10 ways to, you know, find used equipment. So, how do you find terms that are being searched and then get your brand into the searchable term area? So, in other words, if I'm a, at home and I want to start a business and I type in small business loans, how do you get your bank to be in the small business loan search list? Um, they're, they're, it's really a deeper research set. Uh, that's a difficult question to answer because the, the, the true research around it's pretty deep. But you can go to Google Trends and um, get some really valuable information as a top level. Like I guess if it's one of those, if you have to ask that question, you're just starting, go to Google Trends, um, put in some keywords around like mortgage and see w what's going on. Why uh, you got to go back to mortgage? I'm not searching for a mortgage. I'm searching for a checking account. Okay, go type in things like checking account, and yeah. you can drill down to your state or your region and see what other terms people are searching. Um, it's it's a neat little tool. I mean, I take it with a grain of salt because it's it's free and it, it doesn't give you a whole lot of deep. Is insight. search engine marketing still effective? I think search engine marketing. If we're talking about like AdWords, yeah, like place AdWords and placement. Um, some of my staff would disagree with me because there's some certain SEO placement stuff you can still do. I don't think it's a long-term winning um, strategy you need to hit your proverbial wagon to. 
But um, what if you have a literal wagon? A literal wagon. Um, I would suggest going down to the t- going into town and parking at the square and selling your goods. But mine's little and red. Little red wagon. Yes. For your tiny feet. Yes. That carries my tiny shoes. Tiny shoes. That's right. How, How would I hitch it to my tiny red wagon? Uh, I don't know. We'll talk about that after the podcast. John. What if I wanted to put ad words in my tiny red wagon? I wouldn't recommend it. I brand? wouldn't recommend it. I think um, we have data showing that that um, people are tuning out on ad words, and that data is the fact that Google is dropping them from the sidebar. It's just like the couple at the top. You know, this is one of those kind of bubble things that we've seen grow that, you know, as pay-per-click, the bidding war has driven that up, and then the effectiveness goes down because people don't want to see the ad. I like clicking on them just to cost somebody some money. Um, all you competitors out there, I go click on your ad words all the time. Uh. That whole ten cents, you got them. You got them. We're talking more like dollar ten. Really? Yeah, I could cost somebody tens of dollars. That's amazing. Yeah, That's every amazing. little bit hurts. Yeah. So Google changed their algorithm a little while back, and then they change it on from time to time. How do you know how to properly place the terms? And if it's going to change, and you build it towards one way of getting well, noticed. this is the thing about the algorithm. The algorithm may change every five minutes. They don't really tell us, and they don't tell us what it is. And if somebody out there is trying to tell you that they've got it figured out, don't work with them. The The key thing that we have found, and this is you hear people say this over and over and over as a word, but they don't, in my estimation, don't know how to figure that out. The key word of keywords is relevance. Is this page relevant? Um, to a particular search. And that's what the, when you hear the algorithm, that's what it's testing. When someone searches this set of terms and we return these pages, are they relevant to those terms? This machine learning um, that's going on, that's what it's trying to, that's what that algorithm is trying to figure out and in turn turn around and deliver. You're searching for mortgage, obviously, checking accounts, what you said. I'm Thank sorry. you. Thank you. For checking account, what pages deliver the most relevant results? To our constituent, the, the the Googler. So it's a two-way algorithm. It's both assessing the pages, then assessing the behavior of the person on the page. How long did they stay? How many words did they look at? I mean, where did they go from there? Did it provide them value? So no matter what the algorithm does, the only thing that's changing in the algorithm is trying to get better for the person searching it to get them yeah. a re- it's relevance. That that's all that it's, it's doing. So it's not like it changed the rules on you. And well, and because you had companies that will cheat, because yeah. I remember a big it's trying one, to kill cheaters. I remember a big one was what time does the Super Bowl start, and that's a hugely googled search term up to the Super Bowl because people want to know, mm-hmm. and they're getting on their phones or on their computer and they're searching it. And a lot of companies would mix in that word in when the Super Bowl starts. You can get a checking account for something, and and so. Google changed it to where it has to have some relevance to wanting to know that versus typing it in to push you to something yeah. you had no me- you have no reason to be there. Well, the big place where this happened is, I mean, the number one use of the internet is pornography. That's, I mean, that's the number one use, and so it would stand to reason that if you tied your terms to pornographic things, that your traffic would go up. Well, just speaking frankly, <laughs> no. <laughs> If you're going to find pornographic material and you went to open a checking account, probably not relevant for your for your path. Or anything else. Or anything else. Yeah. So the the point is is in that use, people to, to to an expanded version, people would put in those keywords into sites 
early on in the days and whatever, whoever was out there. You would there. see some weird stuff. Yeah, and just like, that ain't what I'm looking for. Yeah. So that's really what that algorithm is refining. Um, to, Not to that specific example, but right. the, it's refining the relevant search for right. the search. So, so again, the let's go to the base rule of relevance. Just provide relevant content and provide a higher volume, more accessible that, that really gives um, value instead of just trying to simply sell a thing. I mean, Google broke the the you know those things like that. It gives its own result. If you ever notice, like it's you could tell like if you look how many ounces are in a cup or whatever, like it. It doesn't take you to a web page. It does It'll the math it. and it gives you the math it. for you. I do that all the time. What's the some percentage or I something? I mean, if you look up what time zone is so-and-so, it tells you, you the time yeah. there. Not not just the time zone, but it is 8.15 and whatever. So question around this, uh, and we've talked about this if you listen to the podcast time and time again, that nearly 60% of banks share a common name, a common word in their name, 60% <laughs> or more, depending on where you are. So... When it comes, 67 or something yeah, like that. When it comes to SEO, you've, banks have to struggle because not only do they have parity in products, mm. not only is there a parity look to bankers and banks just in general, but then it comes down to if your bank is the People's Bank of Northeast First American Savings Bank. Let's and, just look and, at something simple like First National Bank. You're going to get tw- – and, and so this is where it comes down to me when the, the future of banking – turns to digital account opening and digital product display if you can't find the bank if if your bank has the same name as 16 other banks listed in google when Mm -hmm. they're trying to find your bank there's going to be a time when people start opening bank accounts at a bank named the same as your bank that's in another state or another area but has a good digital account conversion yeah they're going to beat you Uh, they're not under the guise that they think it's you because you have the same name well here's the deal so i mean all you're going to see right now is I don't think as much failure, but you're going to see an incredible amount of consolidation with people who can't figure this out. And, I mean, it's just going to be a problem. I mean, I don't even think that, a, like, a unique name, which is a unique, like, simple. Like, it's just a word, you know? I mean, I, I'm sure they're, you know, they have enough power behind it on spend and all that, that, that when you search simple bank, that simple bank does show up. But... I see banks doing renames, rebrands, and keeping the same. Oh, we have equity. No equity in in a in telegraph system doesn't doesn't do you much good moving forward. Uh, Let's call our name Exit Bank because there's an exit in, sign in every room. So now we're we're gonna have branding everywhere. We're Exit Bank. I mean, I think this is where one of those weird things that I mean, you and I have gone through the marketing struggle of branding a, an unpronounceable. Renaissance. Yeah. No one can spell it. No one can say it. But um, no one can beat it. There's our next campaign. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it's so you're selling the exact same thing with the exact same name. How do you think that's going to turn out? Yeah. Not good. Wait a second. We have the same name as 16 other banks, the same product to 16 other banks, the same rate, the same rates as 16 other banks, probably the same core, same, same people. We share the same core of with at least nine of them. What? Why? And you're going to try to differentiate digitally? How? So why with service? You're going to bank our people. You know what? Can our I re- people. We're going to bank with our because of talk, our people. Can we? While we're talking about SEO, can I rail on something else real quick that doesn't deserve a full rail away, young lad? Rail away. You you've set me free. Why the hell? Get out of the cage. Why the hell? Bring it. Are banks talking about chatbots? 
chap butts? Chapped butts, because that's what you're going to give your clients. Chatbots. So this AI machine learning thing. Banks are. Why like, you got to bring Alan Iverson into yes, it? Yes, the answer because yes, we because we have the answer. Why? And I'm going to say hell one more time. Oh, are these banks that think burn them? You out there that think your service first, which are that's which a, is actually a, a bank name, name. <laughs> spelled many different ways. Why are we talking about chatbots and machine learning when you're a service thing? You're going to let. An online algorithm word salad machine talk to your clients and try to answer their questions that I would say about 70 plus percent are around some account issue that deals with a password. And you're going to go chatbot, not live chat. I hear the word chatbot so much. I really want to slap people. And I'm sorry. Mm. I mean, you're threatening physical violence. <laughs> I said I want to. Didn't say I was going to resort to it. Oh. But how silly! It's the silliest bank trend ahead of ITMs. I, I want to. Oh, I like that. I like where you're going here. I, what, I'm kinda, what, I think, what need does an ITM solve? The bank branch is closed. And I need to talk to a person. You're gonna build a physical damn thing out on the street corner when I've got a phone that I can FaceTime somebody and look at them. For a certain demographic of customer. Who wants, they're not bad. I, we we've got a couple of them in, in, that we're acquiring, and right. they're they're. I like the fact that I can get a but debit somebody, card from one. That's cool. Yeah, that, and and that you can open. But an why account couldn't with you one. do that from an ATM? Uh, you could. I think. I think there's a comfortability comfortability. I think it's of people also talking a real marginal thing when there's other fish to fry. I agree. I agree. I, but I, but it's just like chatbot. What. Why are we talking about that? So, so let's add on to that. So, First National Bank has get em. the same DDA, get them, the same piss poor rate. Ooh, I'm let's get them. You let me, you hey. let me go. Hey, you let me go. He's unhinged. I'm it. He's unhinged. I'm today. taking the rope. He's unhinged. Hold get me it. back. Get it. And then we're gonna. So I'm gonna go to. I, I find Rando Calrissian's bank, First National. And sign up. Yes. And I have a problem, and I get a chat bot that gives me word salad answers. Oh, but they're so good, and I take offense because I own a chat bot fintech, blah, blah, blah. You told me what differentiated you with service. That's what everybody says. And it just boggles my mind. Chatbots are not a service solver. They are a cost solver. Because in, in for theory, a problem that doesn't, doesn't exist. Because you think that instead of having a person chatting to answer a question, a bot will will choose certain words that it will respond to. I would like a checking account. Are you a student or a senior? Are you? Do yeah, you stuff like that you could do, do on you your like own. a direct Who are you deposit for? Who are you solving for? The person that can't. Then how crappy? Again, let's go back up. How crappy is your website navigation? If you need some AI. Hey, go get one. Go to another bank and do some dumb AI machine learning and see what it'll tell you. Then do your search engine structure that way. They're trying to get rid of people, Josh. Yes. They're trying. The machines are taking over. I have the worst. The machines are taking over. The worst slash best case of deja vu right now. Terminator? The machines are taking over? Just whatever we're talking about right now. And since I've already done this podcast before in my own mind. Do it again. Nope, not. I'm stopping. You heard uh, me. Man. Burn the chat bots. Well, today, folks, you have heard Josh Mabus on a tear. A tear? 
to destroy chatbots. Actually, it was special guest. You didn't know it. It Frank Mabus. Frank Mabus was here today because Frank is always frank with you. He tells the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Yep. SEO. Go. Just go do some content. Just just go. Hey. Build. Stop trying to figure it out. Stop trying to cheat the system. Show your customers relevant value. You're a banker. You know more about banking than your customers care to ever know about because they don't care about banking. Hmm. They care about their money, be, a need being fulfilled, whatever that is. A loan. Uh, Why do bankers sit money? around and think that people think about their bank all day? Because they because don't. they do. Because they because the bankers do. Yes. People don't. No, absolutely not. I, I have a few friends. We're selling oxygen, and when I our hang oxygen's out, a little bit better over here. My friends never ask me about banking. Oh, but you should have conversation. Like, why? What's no going one on wants in to talk, No one wants to talk about it. Oh, same thing as it was uh, three hundred years ago. Yeah. It's a transaction of something for something. Oh, we have this um, face in a box on the street corner. <laughs> They'll spit out an AT, a debit card for you. I I like that though. Although uh, although it, in theory, at some point you don't even need a debit card anymore because you got a phone that does it. I could make that argument. One could. At some Frank point. Moore. We're not there yet. We're no, not there no. yet. I mean, We're not, not even not, near not when that you walk yet. I use my mom. debit card three or four times a day, so I get it. I, I don't. Well, I don't even transact. Well, that's because I'm so wealthy, I have to pay for you all the time. That's right. That's, that's right. It's a good life. That's right. It is a good I've life. I've learned. See, listen, you're, learn from the people that that has, like, my my situation. Oh. Ghost. Hey. Ghost yeah. guest. Anyway, we're going to sign off because I'm going to save Josh from ranting so far that he destroys every bit of business he'll ever get in the future. But we've talked a little bit about SEO, a little bit about chatbots, and a little bit about the World Cup, and a whole lot of uh, really, really strong tonage and emotion towards certain things in the banking industry. So, happy birthday, Bobby. He's our producer and sound extraordinaire. Uh, happy chatbotting to all you other banks and to the rest of us we're just going to keep kicking that tail so for the Marketing Money Podcast at marketingmoneypodcast.com later and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual participants and do not reflect the official policy or position of any financial institution or agency, Renaissance Corporation, Renaissance Bank and its affiliates, or the Mavis Agency. For more information, please visit marketingmoneypodcast.com.